certainly has been an interesting week for PM Boris Johnson in the UK. And once again, uh, things got sticky as far as the government goes in the UK as he suspended Parliament for five weeks. Here to talk about it, our European correspondent for Global News, Redmond Shannon. Welcome to the show, Redmond. Good to have you on again. Good morning, Kelly. So where are we at right now uh, as far as this Brexit story goes? Well, we're on day one of the, <clears throat> excuse me, five-week prorogation period now. So no parliament today, uh, a quieter day in, in some ways, but obviously something for a lot of people to get their head around, this unusually long prorogation. It uh, came uh, after parliament was shut down in the early hours of this morning. So it was about 2 a.m. local time. By the time uh, the House of Commons was shut for this prorogation, there were some uh, crazy scenes as uh, the opposition, many opposition MPs held up uh, signs saying silenced and tried to block the Speaker of the House of Commons from leaving, which would be part of uh, the process for it to be shut down. They all shouted, or many of them shouted shame at the government MPs who walked out first to uh, to begin the process of the prorogation. So a parliament uh, hugely divided on this issue as it has been as the parliament is on of course the issue of brexit which now is uh three months three years and and three months going and uh no end in sight how do you pronounce the common speaker's name john burko burko yes i to be honest with you i've heard people say burko but i am almost certain it's burko I haven't double checked that. I didn't expect you to ask me that. Well, the reason why I I ask is because I didn't I didn't want to get it wrong. But what I've been doing is a little bit of watching how he conducts himself as uh, the common speaker. And he's not too pleased about Parliament's suspension. Uh, But he seems to be a traditionalist like he really well relishes in the tradition of Parliament. And this is completely uh, it's it's not within tradition. And, And he pointed that out yesterday. Maybe give us an idea of his point of view here. Yes, he is. his job is to protect the power of Parliament, and he made uh, some pretty um, pointed speeches towards the government because of this prorogation. Remember, he's been Speaker for 10 years and will step down next month, but he was elected originally as a Conservative MP. So in the same way as in Canada, the Speaker... Uh, is an independent speaker, but obviously will come from one of the parties. And if it's from the government side, of course, he was appointed under a Labour government. So, you know, it it, it tends to alternate here. But he was originally a Tory. But when um, he made that resignation speech yesterday, he got a standing ovation from the opposition side of the House, not from the government side of the House, which was very pointed. And that is because the government here, or most of the government side, has been furious at how he has uh, handled the Brexit process, allowing uh, certain things to proceed that the government disagreed with. To be fair, though, um, he did allow three different votes on Theresa May's deal, even though technically speaking, you can't vote on the same exact same thing a second time, but they were slightly modified versions. He allowed them to proceed, but he has also allowed many other votes and many other motions to proceed and is has been very vocal about defending the power and the the primacy of Parliament uh, above uh, any executive powers from, say, the Prime Minister's office. 
So he uh, was it his color- was Go it ahead. a shock when he decided to step down? Were, were we expecting this? I mean, we I say we, but I mean, uh, we were people expecting this to follow the what's going on in the UK. Not a resignation as such, but it was triggered by um, a rumor uh, and a belief that the government was going to put up in the next election, and we will have an election probably before the end of the year, that the government was considering putting up a Conservative MP in the same riding as the Speaker, who is originally a Conservative MP. So he's independent technically now. So the writing was on the Mm. wall that they were trying to force him out because they don't like how he has been dealing with the Brexit process. So that meant that they, if uh, he didn't get re-elected, a new government, if it potentially was a Conservative majority government, say after the election, could appoint, they could appoint the new Speaker. But because John Burko decided to jump before he was pushed, it means this parliament, before an election, will get to vote on who the next speaker is. Oh, and they're outnumbered. The Conservatives are now outnumbered. So Boris Johnson, not happy about that because this guy just beat him in his own game. Exactly. It's a game of chess. It really is. And John Burko has outsmarted Boris Johnson on this one. It, It all depends, of course, who gets elected. But it would appear that there is a, a, you know, easily a majority against the no deal scenario. So you will have a speaker probably from that side of things eventually being appointed. Now, uh, when J- uh, John Burko was leaving the common speaker, he said this is not a standard or normal prorogation uh, suspension of uh, government, which you say is going to last for five weeks. Um, legislators, legislators are also demanding the government release by tomorrow Emails and text messages among aides and officials relating to the suspension of Parliament planning for uh, Brexit amid allegations that the suspension is being used to circumvent uh, democracy. It, are they Would they be oblig- obligated to pass those documents over? They now are obligated to do so because of, of this uh, motion um, put forward and um, voted on and won by the opposition. So the the opposition believes that it was Boris Johnson's plan from day one to just go for a no-deal Brexit, to Mm. allow the UK to fall out, and that this prorogation was always planned and that the prorogation is there to um, prevent the opposition from doing anything about the no-deal Brexit. But what are are they hoping to prove? Because uh, didn't he always just, didn't he run on that platform? I'm going to get us out of this, whether we have a deal or not. Exactly. But he is at the same time saying that he would prefer a deal, but that if it comes to it, he'll go for no deal. But the opposition say he doesn't care. He's just going for no deal. And that they say, and and there is evidence to support this, that his government hasn't put forward any proposals to the EU. Uh, The EU were interviewed by a a British TV channel last week, an EU negotiator who said, who called the claims by Boris Johnson that he has got a plan an alternate plan. He he used a well a spicy word that begins with bull. And he, he <laughs> is it a, he, is it a, 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 okay? A, I think we know what it is. Yeah, it's an eight letter word. Yeah, and uh, he said that on a British news channel um, when he was asked about Boris asked about the fact that Boris Johnson had supposedly put forward a, 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 a an alternate plan. Well, the EU say they haven't received an alternate plan. They've received nothing. There's nothing to indicate it. Boris Johnson says. He needs the time. He will put forward a plan that he believes the plan can happen and that the threat of a no deal is exactly what he needs 
in order to make the EU budge and give him a concession. But the EU is so far not indicating that it is going to budge one inch. Well, Redmond, it's always good to have you on the show, and I understand you have a TV appearance you've got to get to. So before that uh, producer starts uh, using that eight-letter word, I'm going to let you go, and thank you for your time. Yes, uh, thanks. Uh, Have a good day, Kelly. Bye. You as well.